Was. I'm scared. It's happening. It's happening again? It's happening again. Are we, right. are we the, doing the podcast thing? Yeah, it's the it's another it's another uh, thrilling installment of the uh, Edmonton streamer community cast. And joining us today is uh, we have another very special guest. Joining us today is Cheza. Say Hello. hi, Cheza. Hi. Hello. <laughs> uh, Howdy. Real name Cheryl. If uh, for those who uh, don't know, and who doesn't know, <laughs> I, I right? guess that for the longest, I was like, "What's her actual name?" <laughs> yeah. And uh, today we're going to be talking about Expo, because the the Calgary Expo is coming up, and uh, uh, just general cons in general. Um, Let me just take a look at my calendar here. Yeah, I think by the time this goes up, uh, the Calgary Expo will be on, because the Calgary Expo starts Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, it's a big, big week, yeah. big big weekend in Calgary. Yeah, so all three of us are going to be there. Uh, we're not all going down there at the same time, but we're likely to bump into each other. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I don't know much about cons myself. I'm I'm I, I consider myself a con newbie, but uh, Cheryl, you're more of an expert, right? You have how many cons have you been to? I mean, I'm I wouldn't consider myself an expert. I've I wow. don't know how many I've been to. I can I count? Uh probably three to five per year for the past five years. That makes you an expert. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, <laughs> it I mean, is quite a lot. especially compared to compared to myself who don't doesn't know a whole lot about uh, about cons. So for the people who for the the people, for the common people who don't know who you are, Cheryl, uh please Introduce yourself. What do you do? Who are you? And uh, what do you stream? Okay, well, I um, I go by the name Miss Cheza or Cheza for my cosplay and my streaming um, capacity, or, uh, capacity, I suppose I should say. Um, so I have been cosplaying for about five years. I started at the Edmonton Expo in 2014, I believe it was. And uh, I'd been to a few cons before then. I'd never cosplayed, and I decided, hey, why not try it? So I dressed up as um, Silk Spectre 2 from The Watchmen, and it was just a store-bought one. I think I got it from Party City, to be honest. And I went, terrified. I was absolutely terrified because, you know, you show up in costume to a random event where you don't know anyone, and I didn't know what to expect, and I've kind of fell in love with it. So I've been doing that for the past five years. It kind of turned into... A part-time job slash hobby at the same time as working full-time and um, now it's kind of slowing down a bit because I started streaming a year ago on Twitch and I consider myself a variety streamer definitely but I do focus more on adventure RPGs uh, a lot of indie games and uh, and the sims whenever I can because I love the sims so so that's kind of like my spiel I'm also a full-time communications advisor by day and uh yeah that's that's me <laughs> um I God, uh, think the last time I actually uh, was in one of your streams I I saw you, you were playing guts and glory oh and god that is so funny it's that was, that was a good time uh so you, you must pick up like a lot because because you're consider yourself a variety streamer, you you find random little indie games like that all the time too, right? I do, and I I don't know how they come about. Like I have a lot of friends who game, and they'll they'll recommend things to me. I see others playing things. Um, sometimes I get 
mini sponsorships from indie uh, developers to stream a game. So I just did one called um, The World Next Door, which is kind of like a puzzle anime inspired adventure game, which is really cool. And um, Guts and Glory is, I think, my number one stream game. I, I don't think I can oh, really? top it. Yeah, it, it brought in a lot of my viewers and they stuck around because of it. And also, I just have a lot of fun when I'm playing it. It's hilarious. Absolutely oh, yeah. hilarious. That's some pretty good clips coming out of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I actually thought you were, I thought you were a streamer for much longer. Like, no, I'm fairly new. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. kind of the case with Lolcat. He's only been streaming for a mu- like a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Like people that are, are quite successful on Twitch, especially in this community, you think they've been around forever. But a lot of them have only been around for a year or maybe even less. Yeah. Like, uh, there's, I mean, some like Insanity Live, he's been around for forever <laughs> and is yeah, very five, successful. Eight, like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's because he was around before Twitch was even Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still JTV, I think. Justin TV. Yeah. Back when yeah. it was Justin TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I think like for me, a lot of my. Um, community from the from cosplaying kind of came over to twitch so that that kind of helped it gave gave me the boost when i started but um yeah some people are just amazing and they just become very successful in a very short amount of time <laughs> so uh, i just have a couple things i wanted to ask about your um your, your cosplaying versus your streaming so mm-hmm. when you like you mentioned when you first started cosplaying um it, that you went store-bought which is what most people do, right? They say, like, "Hey, I want to dress up. I want to play a character, and I want to go to this con and you know, and you know, meet all the other people that are also have the costumes." So, Starbot is the uh, is a great way to go, even if it's not the way you start. It's Starbot is fine, right? Oh yeah, Part- participation is key, right? Participation and having fun with it is the they're the only requirements. I mean. People, you have some people trying to put limits on it, like it's not really cosplay if you buy it from a store or if you didn't hand make right. everything yourself. But yeah. I mean, cosplay, it's it's play. It's fun. Like it should be fun. There's no, there's no rules for it. It's just uh, whatever you feel is best. And there's nothing wrong with buying costumes. There's no need to shame people for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no there's no need to gatekeep based on uh, a person's ability to yeah. craft with foam, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. I think originally there's there's kind of a bit of a stereotype behind uh, cosplaying, like how if you see someone kind of dressing up randomly, it's like, oh, it's not even Halloween yet, you know? All these people who are not, they don't know much about cosplay. They'll have all these stereotypes about yeah. it. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's so, come a long way in the past few years. Yeah, yeah there's, there seems to be yeah more mainstream, but it also seems like the people that have been doing it for a long time are very protective of it and that goes for any sort of hobby that was very niche at one point but is becoming more mainstream there's always the old guard who wants to protect it because they thought that it was their personal club yeah so anybody who wants to get into cosplay they're going to run into those people but there's going to be more I mean, they're always going to be a minority, but there's always going to be the larger side of the community that'll be more welcoming and open to people who want to participate. Mm-hmm. Now, now this is something that I've thought of as well myself. Like, I like to dress up. Like, I have a background in, in theater, and I love Halloween, right? So I like a good excuse to put on a costume. <laughs> now, I've thought of, uh, I thought of doing cosplay before, but I would personally would be terrified to do 
store-bought because I'm a perfectionist and I like to do things like over the top. And uh, so, so for me, it's like, well, I got to learn how to sew. I got to learn how to uh, craft foam like uh, what Pretty Kitty does, which is incredible what she, what she does. And, yeah. uh, and I feel like I need to develop all of these skills before I can even try. But sometimes in order to do cosplay, you don't have to do crazy elaborate suits. Like sometimes you can put on a few different ensemble pieces because some characters don't need a whole lot of work in order to, you know, in order, in order to look good and accurate, right? Yeah, and I think um, I think a lot of us who kind of start going down the route of building our own costumes and learning how to sew ha- have the same mindset. We start with store bought, and store bought is great, but yeah, a lot of the times they aren't particularly accurate, um, or they're they're just they're just not quite what you would like. So that's why we we start building our own and learning how to work with foam and uh, and warbla and learning how to sew and um, and there's there's nothing wrong with that either. It is it does take a lot of effort for the most part, and sometimes it's very easy to to overlook the amount of time that goes into cosplays. Um, so I have I have a lot that I've made myself, and for the most part, the ones that took the longest were the ones that I was sewing, and ones such as I don't know Daenerys from Game of Thrones, like her season three blue dress took me months to sew, but it's just a blue dress at the end of the day, and you compare that to maybe like an armor build that I've done and uh, people will think that the armor build is way more impressive, but that took way less time. <laughs> so it's, it's interesting. There's, there's definitely a lot that people don't understand and it's easy mm-hmm. to get to be judgmental about, you know, pictures of cosplay and, mm-hmm. uh, and how people cosplay, but it, it is a lot more difficult than, than people realize. What's been your most challenging cosplay? Um, oh, I have to think back over all of the years. I think, I think Ayala from uh, Ayala the Huntress from Skyrim. I mean, I put that together in <laughs> less than a week, but I had to resew the bodysuit like four times because of. Uh, I, there's a way to pattern it the way that she. I don't know if you if you can picture her right now, but she's kind of got this brown bodysuit, which it has a very plunging neckline, and yeah, um, she's wearing uh, ancient Draugr um, armor. Yes, that too. So the the foam armor stuff didn't take that long. It was the bodysuit. The bodysuit was was very difficult to kind of get together and make sure it fit properly and and sit. So that one that one was quite intensive. And um, right now I'm working on a female version of Booker Dewitt and the sky hook I'm trying to make from foam, and that is <laughs> not going so great. But mm. I have a week, so we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> Yeah, it's like on the on the surface, uh, people don't necessarily know exactly how much effort goes into something based on like the final product, and that goes mm-hmm. for any sort of creative venture, whether it's like you know, music or painting or sculpture or anything. You think about it, and people just don't mm, like the effort. Isn't I mean, people know that there is is effort, but they have, there's no really there's no real way to tell exactly how much or what the person had to go through in order to get it done. Yeah. It's like streaming. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a lot of times people don't see uh, what's behind the scenes. Um, and if you have a really nice, finished, uh, polished stream, uh, people might not even have any idea that your lighting setup is just like a regular lamp with a shirt hung over it, right? <laughs> um, I never and that's saw that. I'm going to note and, that. 
Yeah, and uh, thanks for reminding me, Was, because I actually wanted to mention this too, that I understand that, Cheryl, you are transitioning from cosplay over to more focus on your Twitch. Yes. What was the reasoning behind that? Uh, so you've been streaming for a year, but why why switch the, the focus from uh, cosplay to uh, full-time streaming? Um, there's a number of reasons why. I was thinking about doing this uh, about a year ago. Well, yeah, about a year ago, actually. And uh, I decided not to make the switch as much at that time. Um, so I have had a Patreon account for about three years now, on and off. And I think I, I'm just getting to the point where cosplay has been a good run and I'm probably still going to do it, but I don't want it to be a job. And it's it hasn't turned into a job, but it, it's definitely become more of a time commitment. And um, I think I am... I don't want to say I'm done. I'm not done with it. I'm just ready to try something new. And as much as I love cosplay, when I started streaming on Twitch, it was extremely fulfilling because when it comes to cosplay, a lot of um, a lot of my community, they see pictures of me in costume and and that's it. Whereas on Twitch, they actually get to interact with me. It's very much just me on stream. And uh -huh. I feel like it's I get more of a connection to people um, because I'm being myself. I'm not dressing up in a costume. I'm not, right. you know, taking pictures, doing photo shoots and people having certain assumptions about who I am. Whereas you come to a stream and you, you get a very good idea of who I am watching one of my streams. So uh -huh. I think in this time of my life, uh, with working full time, I think that, um, Twitch will be more of a fulfilling ho hobby for me to put my time into. And I think that's why I want to make that switch. Okay, well, that sounds good. And because mm -hmm. I know if if you're doing something that you really enjoy, and then you tack on a, um, like a like there's like some sort of financial mm -hmm. incentive monetary. or monetary yeah something or other on top of it, it can quickly become an obligation. Mm -hmm. So before it's like oh you're cosplaying or you're doing this thing or you're creating you're you're producing something, and then when people start consuming that content that you're making and then they come to expect more and more and more and then if they are uh, donating or uh, uh, buying some of this stuff then it becomes okay well i gotta make more right you, you know got you gotta uh, meet demand right that's definitely and and, and i can see how that kind of can hamper kind of the fun it does a little bit um and i honestly i love my I love my community. I love my cosplay community and my Patreon um, followers. And I've I've really enjoyed making content for them. And I will go out of my way to make sure I'm doing what they want to see as well. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that I, when I approached cosplay now, like I did when I started, I just made things for myself when I felt like it. And that was really nice. And I kind of missed that freedom. Um, so it was a tough decision for me because I do really love having patreon and having that community i've made some really good friends who you know we game outside of everything outside of cosplay and twitch and all that mm -hmm. and uh and i wouldn't trade that for the world but yes i definitely think that having the freedom to just decide and not entirely quit cosplay but maybe just do it when i feel like it or when i'm inspired instead of because i have to make new content each month um will will yeah. be a nice change yeah it's, it, it sort of opens the doors and you know frees you frees you up to actually do what uh, well, it puts the control back in your hands, really. I think to so. Determine when and where and what, right? Yes. Okay, so 
you know what? Let's get into let's get into cons uh, at the at this point. So when um, when you at this Calgary Expo, all three of us are going to end up at. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to be there for all four days, or are you just showing up for one or two? And are you going in costume, or are you bringing costumes with you? Um, so we're heading down on Friday. We probably won't get to the con until Saturday because uh, we'll be coming down after work on Friday. So we'll be there quite late. Um, we'll be there all day Saturday, walking around, and on Sunday for a little bit because we have some photo ops planned. Um, I usually I've had a booth at cost at Calgary Expo in the past, but not this year. This year I'm going to enjoy it, and nice. uh, oh. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited actually. Um, and I, I'm hopefully going to be bringing Booker for the Saturday. I already oh. have like half of my lever action rifle painted, and I just oh. need to finish up that skyhook and then make some little details on the actual outfit. Um, and I don't know if I'm doing one for Sunday yet. We'll see how I see how it goes because I mm-hmm. will be going to an after party Saturday night. So, <laughs> depending. <laughs> oh. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, so, Waz, when are we going? We're going for the we're Sunday, going right? Saturday. All right, it's just going to be a day so, trip. Yeah, just a day trip because okay. hotels are very expensive in Calgary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially this time when it gets too close to the expo. We booked ours like four months ago, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna we're just gonna motor down there, you know, wander around a bit, see the sights, and then take off. So I know uh, Waz has be... been to cons before, but Jared, have you? Uh yes. Uh, I've been to a couple, but my experience is very, very limited. And even when I do go, I just kind of wander around and I don't really, I haven't really spent a whole lot of time. I think the only ones I've been to have been Edmonton Expo a couple of times, very briefly, mm-hmm. and then, uh, Animathon a couple of years ago. Okay. Most so, people wander, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a wanderer. Uh, but I would like to participate more. I would li- like, like I mentioned, I would like to at some point dress up, right? Because even if it's, even if people aren't wouldn't really consider them cosplayers or whatever, people want to sort of get in the mood and you know, yeah. be part of the whole atmosphere thing. And that's that's part of just you know, you know, put on um, you know, themed articles of clothing. Or some people go full blown costume. Uh, at the last yeah. expo I saw, somebody had a really, really good. Um. Uh, oh, what's her name? From uh, Witcher Three. Oh, Yennefer. Uh, no. Uh, oh, Tris. The blonde one. Oh, Siri. Siri. <laughs> oh, yeah. there we go. That's Cirilla. Cir- it's been a while I'm, since I played the I'm game. I'm a bit of a Witcher expert because I just finished good. all the novels. So nice. <laughs> exactly. So somebody had an amazing Cirilla costume, and I was like. It's really impressive. Uh, yes. So it's only been those. It's only been those few. Um, but now I don't. It also has to do with like scheduling and how much I can afford to do stuff. Yeah. But I think going forward, I, I would like to make more of an effort. And this, you know, Calgary Expo. This would be the first expo I've been to outside of the city. So that's that's me putting a little putting in a little bit more effort. And it's also nice. That when you actually have other people who are also interested in these things, and you can go as a group, because previously mm-hmm. I'd only ever gone solo, and yeah. that's probably the reason why I never really did anything, because by myself wandering around, right? Yeah, I've but, done if, that but too. if you can, yeah, but <laughs> if you can find other people who are also interested in going, it can definitely improve the experience. Yeah, it makes a huge difference actually having a group. Um, I have a pretty large group now because uh, we all kind of 
we're cosplaying together for the past few years. So it's it's really nice. And when I started, yeah, I was uh, I'd go with a friend or I'd go by myself and it's it's intimidating to go by yourself and not really know what to do or if you're welcome oh, to yeah. participate in things. Everyone's always really welcoming though. I've always found that. Yeah. So uh was we actually have to consider like when we're down there what we even want to do. I want to take selfies with cosplayers because that's what I did right. at the Edmonton Expo, and that was very fun. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll actually be bringing some recording equipment just in case we meet some people and see if we can get some uh, some interviews from the floor, and maybe we'll add that to the next podcast. Just uh, cut in some audio. Yeah, from, that'd be pretty uh, cool. Our uh, uh, on-scene reporting, I guess. Um, yeah, because I actually so once invited me down to Expo. Say, hey, you want to go to Expo? I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> but I actually haven't even been to the the expo website. I don't even know who's there. I don't know what events are happening. It honestly doesn't really matter. I'm just going at a certain time, and then I'll just see what's there. And it's I cool. would recommend I'm looking going into in it. I'm going in blind. I'd I'd look into it. <laughs> you want to make the most of your time, especially if you're only going for a day. And lineups are not fun, and it's uh it's a lot bigger than the Edmonton Expo because it's in several buildings and not just one. So I definitely would at least have a decent idea of if you want to see any celebrities, if you want to visit any booths, and uh, and kind of having a rough idea of where they are. Yeah, we're going to have to do a little, little bit of planning. See, I usually just get lost in the artist alley for like two hours. You could do that too. <laughs> and spend too much money on art. And then I have no room on my walls for prints. Oh, I know. Tell me about it. You should see my wall. It's covered in cosplayers. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay, well, Waz, did you have another question here for uh, for Cheryl? I got a couple. Uh, my first one is, what's your weirdest moment at a convention? <laughs> yeah, because you've been to a few, so I'm sure you've seen a few things. You know, people always have crazy stories, and I feel really um, out of the loop because I, I can't think of anything offhand. Things have always been fairly normal. People are people are really kind. Um, one time, I don't know, I was walking to Edmonton Expo, and Carrie Fisher walked by, walked right past me with her dog, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> I'd, I'd be a little starstruck yeah I, I just I didn't even know it was her until she was like gone yeah. and all her bodyguards just kind of like swished past me and I was like oh that was Carrie Fisher that was, that was like two two expos ago where I walked yeah. by the guy who played Gimli I'm like oh shit you played Gimli <laughs> I love Lord I know, of the Rings it's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy um yeah I mean Oh, actually, no, I do know. I know the answer to this. I can't believe I oh, forgot about this. Yeah. Um, I had a booth at Edmonton Expo. I don't know if it was last year. I think it was the year before. And uh, our curtain, because the way that they set up the booths, we shared a curtain with someone on the other side of it. And on the other side of it was two of the guys from uh, Supernatural. And it wasn't the two main guys. It was the two British men of letters. Um, so I don't know if you watch Supernatural, but if you do, then you'll know who they are. And uh, we shared a curtain with them. And then it was one oh. of the guy's birthdays that day, which I found out on Twitter. So I bought him some cotton candy and stuck my <laughs> head through the curtain. I was like, hey, happy birthday. And he came to our side of the curtain. And then we took a bunch of selfies and he was just hanging out with us. And I was like, this is really awesome. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, oh my goodness. That was a yeah. good day. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people sort of hope in the back of their minds that they have these moments at these cons, that they get to bump elbows with famous people and... Uh, people that they, uh, you know, other creators and celebrities that they really, really respect and really look up to. 
mm-hmm. because they're there, right? And some people they'll they'll do a panel or they'll have their booth for a while, and then they'll just kind of wander around because mm-hmm. sometimes these people just they want to participate, they want to uh, you know go where the common people are and yeah. actually see, uh, see the other events from the from the ground floor. Yeah, yeah. there's. Uh, I mean, th- they always wander around, except if if they're really big. Like I don't think. I don't think Jason Momoa would be able to make it through <laughs> any no, of the he'd halls. Get swarmed. He'd, yeah, and so they tend to not uh, participate as much. But I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people do, and they always have their their photo ops. They have their um, their autograph booths, so you can actually go and talk to them for a little bit. Um, I know that cosplayers, the cosplay guests, usually do as well. So I saw and chatted with Jessica Negri at. Uh, Calgary Expo last year which was oh, really cool and I was actually nice. wearing yeah I was wearing a Cal Drogo costume that I'd made oh and, I saw that uh, one it's, yeah, yeah I like that one. it's very good I really like that one and uh, the belt that I made for it I actually resin cast um, using her YouTube tutorial and that that was the most oh. intensive part of that costume which is interesting because you won't even notice the belt if you look at it but that took me that took me ages because you have to make a mold and then you have to cast it and then you have to paint it <laughs> oh. so yeah, so uh, so that was pretty cool, but yeah, there. Uh, I mean, it's it's a good way to kind of like go and celebrate your fandoms and meet celebrities if that's what you want. But exactly. if you don't want to, yeah, this you don't need to. Uh, so what? Uh, have have you traveled a lot to go to different different cons? Because like, I'm sure you've been to uh, Curse Calgary and Edmonton expos and stuff like that uh, several times. But have how far have you gone to go to any sort of these these events? So this is one of those questions uh, or answers, I suppose, that shows that I'm a bit of a homebody because I actually have never been to a con outside of Alberta. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I've always wanted to. Um, I've always wanted to do the whole SDCC or New York Comic Con thing. But I think at the end of the day, it's it's a bit scary. <laughs> yeah, it's it a bit scary. be a little intimidating, yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, important that you don't go alone. I, I, that's the advice I would give because I went to TwitchCon kind of with a friend. I feel like if I went alone, I'd be kind of scared, but yeah, I wouldn't go alone, I think. And that's hard too, trying to find people to go with who mm-hmm. you know, you know, you'll get along with over the three days. <laughs> so, yeah. so you've actually never been to TwitchCon then? I have not. No, I wanted to go last year and uh, yeah. I couldn't. And I wanted, wanted to go this year, but we're actually going to Japan. I think it's in October, August, right? August, September. Uh, um, it's at the end of September this year. Right. Okay. So we're going to Japan at the beginning of September. So I can't justify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, don't I, I, th- I feel like this year. nothing against Twitch. I love Twitch. I think just a Japan trip would be a lot nicer. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. man. I've been wanting to go for, for years and years. We're big anime fans. So really have you excited. have you been to Animathon here in Edmonton? Yeah, I was actually one of the cosplay guests a few years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I think now they only do it once a year because they used to have Taste of Animathon in the winter, in beginning of the year. Don't they yes. just do it once now? So they sort, of, they sort of shrunk it, didn't they? Yeah, so Animathon is run by, almost entirely by volunteers. And um, I think that the workload of trying to maintain the January con was just getting to be too much because they're planning for these things the whole year. And, um, and people have started to expect a really high level of um, high level quality event, basically from the animathon team, they always do an amazing job. But I think uh, I think because, you know, this isn't their full time job, they all have full time jobs and do this on the side, and it was just getting to be too much. So they had to cut their smaller con, which was a taste of animathon, usually in January's, 
and uh, and just put all their efforts into the one animathon in the summer. You think that's going to make the one animathon event better that they're not uh, spreading out their resources too much? I think um, I think the one animathon event was always the best one, anyways, and yeah. the taste events were were a good excuse for people to go and cosplay in winter. And um, I know yeah, that there's a few to other... something do in winter, yeah. Exactly. Like, people just like going somewhere to cosplay. And they were, they were small events. They were small vendors. Um, and they had a few panels. They'd have, like, a little contest and stuff. But I think people were upset about it, mainly because um, Animathon tends to be a younger crowd. And it's, it's a nice event for, you know, teens and, you know, younger, early 20s to go and spend time with their friends and cosplay because they love cosplaying. So I know that there's a couple other winter cons that are trying to pick up, uh, from fill the gap that Anim- Taste of Animathon left. I don't know. I haven't been to any of them personally, but um, I, think it's a, I think it's a good move to put their efforts into Animathon because they've had some huge guests over the last few years. They, they always increase their programming and, uh, and their vendor hall and everything. So they'll be able to make sure it's the best it can be this year. One con you need to check out, Jared, is Eekfest. Oh, yeah. What is that? It's literally a small little convention in St. Albert. It's great. I saw Chezza there in September with the Twitch fam. Um, it was interesting. It's really small. I expected it to be bigger, but I, di- I didn't know really what it was about. It's, I don't know what Eek stands what, what, for. Was it, did you say Eekfest? Yeah, it's Eekfest. Is that like a horror-themed kind of... Huh? No, <laughs> it's it's a pop culture fest in St. Albert. So I actually have been involved with Eekfest since they started. Um, oh. I've, I helped out the organizer um, and helped plan some stuff for the first two years. And uh, the first two years, they were they were a mid-sized con, I'd say. We're in the St. Albert. Um, it was a sports facility. I can't remember the name of it. But they had like two halls, two like kind of big areas. And they had... Uh, the guy from Green Arrow came, I think, as okay. a guest. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was a very family focused con, a small, but like, yeah. again, another excuse for people to go and cosplay and hang out with their friends and have something to do that's fun and like wholesome and all that kind of stuff. So it was, uh, it was really fun. And this past year, they did it with free entry. So I was there as a guest with Picklesbird cosplay and, uh, and Catherine Badman, I believe as well. Yes, all three of us are there. Yes. And um, yeah, it's he just he wants it to be a very family focused event, not so much like the big overarching Comic Con events that we have, because we have the expos for that. And this is just a nice way for people in the St. Albert area and Edmonton, of course, as well, to to come and celebrate their their fandoms and find out a few like geeky things and kind of just hang out. Kind of same with Animathon, I'd say. I would say it's very similar to Taste of Animathon. Um, Animathon's like way bigger. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, this is the main event. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know what else, like other than doing a panel or showing off cosplay. Uh, uh, was what would you say about networking at uh, at cons? Like, if you wanted to meet other people that are doing with the same thing that you're doing, like other streamers, other cosplayers, that kind of thing. It's a good idea to have cards on you and like just something to show that you're kind of maybe a streamer or a cosplayer or you're an artist. They're really good for artists who like, you know, for example, for an artist alley to show your work and, you know, make, make some money off it. But I don't know, Chesa, yeah. what, do you, what do you think from your past experiences? Yeah. Are cons good for networking as a cosplayer or a streamer? Have you found success doing that? Uh, yeah, I mean, 
you have to really push yourself out of your comfort zone if it's not where you're used to. Ooh, I don't um, like that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't like doing that, and I totally understand why. I had to force myself to network through uh, for work purposes in the past, so it's not as difficult for me. And also, I like to just talk to random people all the time. Um, but when I started cosplaying, it was a lot of me kind of <laughs> going up to people and being like, hey, who are you? What are you doing? And what do you do? And why, why are you wearing this cosplay? And how'd you make it? And do you stream? And all that kind of stuff. Um, so I think... <laughs> My group of friends now that cosplay is because I pushed myself out there at cons back in the day. I wouldn't have them if I didn't kind of like force myself in and be like, hey, let's be friends. Um, and I think that's been invaluable. So streamers, I know it's difficult because a lot of the time we interact from behind our screen. There's that safety net and going out there in real life and meeting people can be very difficult. But People are always like kind and welcoming and if you're a decent person and you're genuinely interested in them and not just trying to push your stream, that's very important, um, then, you know, you'll you'll meet people and you'll make friends that way. And uh, I think that's important. Yeah, especially at a big event like uh, uh, the uh, Calgary Expo, there's a lot of different kinds of things to do and there's going to be a lot of people there um, and hopefully... Um, I mean, we're all going to be there for the, for a day, but yeah. I don't know how much networking we plan on doing. I don't have business cards. See, I really wish I did. When I went to TwitchCon, probably eighty percent of people there were probably networking. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it, it can be tough too, especially with um, you know streamers and cosplayers. You don't want to be always selling yourself. You you want to actually be genuine and you know meet some people who hey we can do this together. Hey, this is fun. Let's be friends. Um, if you know if I have fifty people come up to me and be like. Hey, I love your outfit. Watch my Twitch channel. Here's my card. I'm I'm probably like not going to because yeah. it's too aggressive. Like you, you need to just be a bit more genuine than that. Um, you need to find a good balance. Yeah. And I also find if you guys need a base at Cosplay Corner, people tend to hang out there. I know that my friends uh, Nika Stone and Picklesbird and uh, Shanna Lynn have a booth there. So oh, usually yeah. that's like the base for all of like groups of friends because they'll be there the whole time. So. Yeah, and there's always people hanging around there, so a good place to network. A lot of them stream as well. I guess that's where we're gonna. I guess that's where we're gonna go if Waz wants to get those selfies. Yes, you yes, will be there. I love yeah. it. I got, I got a whole bunch of my phone. I should I should just share them on. It's fine. <laughs> do you have one with me? I think so. I do. Yeah, I made you sure to get one. You posted it. <laughs> I think I did. I don't oh, know. did you? Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll I have made to me back. made and tag you. Well, <laughs> this, weekend, this weekend. This <laughs> weekend. This weekend we can make new memories. Exactly. Next weekend. Oh, uh, next weekend. Well, you know, but <laughs> actually, you know what? By the time this, by the time this podcast uh, goes live, it'll be this weekend. <laughs> okay, fair yeah. enough. Actually, by the time this podcast goes live, uh, we're probably going to be it on the road be right now. It'll be yeah. now. Yeah. So we have, to, we have uh, to pretend we're in the future. I was going to ask Cheza, what's a favorite con you've been to? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe the most fun you had, a most rewarding experience you had. Ooh. honestly like Edmonton Expo <laughs> okay there's two um I think the first time I had a booth at Edmonton Expo was a completely amazing experience for me um because I actually had people come up and buy prints and actually want to meet me and I couldn't believe that anyone actually looked at my cosplays or appreciated them so that was amazing and humbling as well um I can't remember when that was. That was a couple of years ago, probably three years ago. And also the time I was a guest cosplay judge um, 
at Animathon was amazing. We got to uh, be a judge with a very well-known cosplayer from China, I believe. She was China or Japan? I can't remember. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Um, and that was amazing because Animathon is a very well-attended event. So judging that cosplay contest with a, a sea of um, bleacher-filled you know, stands behind me was again really humbling and kind of terrifying but oh, yeah. really that's amazing when, that's when you feel like you're really in it yeah i think yeah. Uh, that was kind of like the peak of my my cosplay career that was when it, i was living for it and uh it, it's sad that it's it's not that way anymore because i i'm moving more towards twitch but i yeah. i am so grateful i had those experiences well since you're moving closer to twitch um i mean it would uh it'd be great to have have you better integrate with the uh, the local Twitch community here? Um, uh, yes. Because like, there are some people that are very local and they're very successful, but they're still a little bit on the outside that they don't yeah. really participate in the I think, events um, and all that. It's I want to, and I, I have been to a few of the Twitch meetups in the past, and um, and I try to stay connected with Bex and the team if there's anything I can do to kind of recommend them for things so i'll if i know of an initiative or a con or something where edmonton twitch would be would be good to be at then i'll I'll let the organizer know i'll let bex know or whatever um so i do that kind of behind the scenes i'm not in the chat as much because i also have my own discord which is uh oh, yeah. keeps it's quite regular people which people is bumping chat a lot in it. it's bumping <laughs> i don't know it's not bumping as much as edmonton twitch one but also yeah i have to manage that too so I, I really want to be more involved in the Edmonton Twitch community. And I think um, once Patreon is done at the end of this month and I kind of have uh, Expo out of the way and a Mexico trip out of the way, then I'll have more time to, to make that move to Twitch. And that's the plan. So. So when did you want to, when did you realize you kind of want to focus more on streaming? Yeah. Was there, was there a moment where you're like, that's it. I gotta, I gotta make the switch. I think I just kind of fell in love with streaming when I started doing it. Um, I've done things in the past, like on 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 air journalism, sorry, for like Shaw TV and uh, and things like that. So it, it wasn't my first time in front of a camera when I started, but also there was a lot you need to learn because it's live and like you say things live, you you can't take that back. <laughs> um, so it, it I, I kind of just fell in love with it with the community, like people were appreciating my streams and my personality um and that made me made me feel very happy so I don't know if there was a specific moment that I wanted to make the move but I know that I was very influenced by uh, my friend Dara she's known as Dara Def on Twitch and uh, she did the exact same thing so I knew her from her cosplay days we were friends and uh would she was part of the cosplay group she, that I was she's mentioning. pretty cool yeah she's awesome and uh and she made the move to Twitch and I've always kind of followed her career and been so proud of her she's done so well and yeah I don't know I think she kind of influenced me that way so whenever I would have these misgivings about cosplay and wondering like if it's sustainable for me um I would always like message her and be like hey how did you do it <laughs> and we'd have good chats about it so I I don't know I, I can't pinpoint a time I think it's been very gradual is there, is there a con you kind of really want to go to anything specific? or actually was there yeah was there one you missed was there one that you really had your eye on, but just couldn't, couldn't. Actually, TwitchCon last year, I really had my eye on. Yeah. <clears throat> and that one, I, I think I, I couldn't make it for financial reasons. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping to get there in the next little while because I think I'm, 
I'm more focused on Twitch now. Like I get, I, I always throw myself into my hobbies. So, and that's why cosplay became such a big part of my life. Cause I threw myself into it and oh, yeah. I really want to do that with Twitch. And I really want to go to TwitchCon and meet other streamers and kind of be right at the center of it all. So that is, uh, that's definitely on the menu, I think. Yeah. I know cool. what that's like. Um, I, I, <laughs> I haven't been able to throw myself completely into my hobbies. I mean, for a very, very long time. But uh, when I started with with Twitch, it was very much like that. It's like, well, I, this is a new thing. I better better take it seriously. And, you know, whatever. Uh, of course. Uh, See, yeah, TwitchCon is it's really good for networking. I say for a streamer, but I had a lot of friends that like they didn't go for network and they wanted to go see friends. And they they don't mm-hmm. seem to have interest in going to the con itself, but just meeting friends through Twitch. Essentially. Interesting. That's interesting. So it's like a lot. Yeah, like going. I want to go to next year. I like the convention personally. I'm going, and I found it a blast. But I have so many friends who are like, you know, I'm not even thinking of buying a ticket to the convention. I just want to meet up with people and go sightseeing. I'm like, oh, come on, it's Twitch. <laughs> I feel okay. So I, I have the exact same experience uh, with the cosplay side of that. Um, so. With me not having a booth for Calgary this year, a lot of us are basically going just to hang out with each other in a different city and do some fun stuff. Go to the after party, which <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys should totally come to, by the way. Ooh. Hosted by Dara. Uh, I'll give you details later. Ooh. And um, yeah, I think when you're kind of a seasoned con goer, and I'm sure there are seasoned TwitchCon goers. Uh, I don't actually I don't know how long TwitchCon has been around. Has it been going for a while? Like since 2016, 15. Okay, so not too long, but if you've been to all of them, like eventually it gets to be the same after a while, just like Calgary and Edmonton Expo. So they do become like holidays away with friends. And I totally get that because sometimes we don't buy a Sunday pass for Expo, but we'll still go and we can still hang out and sit around outside and meet up with people and such. So I think um, once you get all of the con stuff out of the way and it's it's kind of become old hat, then then you you'd go in that direction instead. Right on. Uh, actually that, uh, that reminds me. So for people who are inexperienced with cons such as myself, Mm -hmm. uh, is there any, I don't know, guidance that you can offer as far as do's and don'ts? Uh, I have one actually. Con con etiquette. I have one as well. I'd probably. Okay. I want to hear yours first, both of yours. But yeah, I'm looking for sort of do's and don'ts, uh, for people who don't know, uh, cons very well and just general con etiquette. The one thing I can think of is. For the love of God, wear deodorant, uh, <laughs> and but also don't go too far and, and wear you know too strong from yeah. deodorant or cologne or whatever because there's oh, a yeah. lot of sights and sounds and smells, mm-hmm. and it's probably best to not uh, contribute too much to those for the enjoyment mm-hmm. of everyone around you, right? Uh, but what what else can you suggest? Uh, because these are things that I'll have to keep in mind when I'm down there, and yes. it'll help uh, improve my ex- experience. I think wear sneakers. <laughs> comfortable shoes yeah yeah my feet were killing me at twitchcon and I'll leave my heels at home. oh imagine wearing uh three inch platform boots <laughs> good lord <laughs> the things we do for cosplay right yeah. um let's see uh always ask before you take pictures unless it's obvious that you know everyone around is taking pictures of a certain cosplayer then you're usually okay to jump in but you can't just like snap a picture of someone without like right in their face without asking them um it's just common etiquette mm-hmm. uh i mean there's a very obvious and common ones that everyone should know is that you know don't touch just because there might be skin showing oh, it's not an invitation right. to touch um 
Drink a lot of water. <laughs> comfortable yeah. shoes are great. If you're if you're roaming around a lot, comfortable shoes are definitely important. Um, and I would recommend like having somewhat of a game plan. I don't know if we will this year, actually, because I, I give you this advice and then I'm totally not going to follow it myself. But we have been Never to correct. many. We've been to many cons, so we know the lay of the land. Right. Um, and if it's your first one, if you're not quite sure, then have a good idea of um, what guests you might want to see, what panels... Uh, you want where they are and what time they're at because there's lineups for those as well. Um, you have to take into account lineups always. Um, they're they're getting better with lineups for photo ops and things, but panels, I mean, it's first come, first serve. So uh, that's always important. Um, yeah, just don't judge others. Be friendly and have a good time with it. That's Those are my main suggestions, I guess. I mean, wear deodorant, please, but not strong cologne because I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, Waz, we're gonna have to come up with a game plan. Oh, I already want to meet Sean Aston. Oh, okay. Oh, is he coming this year? Yeah, the guy who played uh, Samwise. Sam, Lord of the Rings. I can't believe I almost forgot, Samwise, but yeah, Samwise, Samwise game. I got a photo up with him Ooh. a while ago. Him and uh, Billy Boyd. Oh my god. Samwise and Pippin, my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any like specific celebrities you want to meet at the expo this year? Um. I who who's gonna be there? I can't remember who's being there for cosplayers. Zachary Levi is gonna be there. Guy from Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, we have two photo ops. Um, I'm joining my friend Eamon and one with uh, Tom Welling from Smallville. (laughs) Oh, classic! And my friend Kylie and I are going in. Um, it was supposed to be a group photo op with two of the dudes from uh, uh, Vampire Diaries because we love that show. (laughs) Guilty pleasure. I'm not ashamed of it. Um, one of the guys canceled though, and uh, so we'll just be meeting Damon. Damon Salvatore from Vampire Diaries. So we have a photo Ooh. op with him. Yeah. <laughs> not not the nerdiest thing, but that's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll see what cosplayers are going to. I'm not quite sure. Uh, um, yeah, I know they got a bunch. Yeah. One of my favorite ones is Danielle DeNicola. She's going to be at the Edmonton Expo this year. So I'm very excited for her. Um, I have like, I was in her page. I was a Patreon pledge. I still am actually. She's all over my wall. <laughs> I adore her. So I'm excited for that. But I don't know who's going to be in the cosplay corner um, this year for Calgary. So I'll have to look into it. Only thing is, like, they have a section for internet celebrity guests. And I guess nobody wants to go to Calgary. <laughs> is it? Is there no one there? Not for internet celebrity guests. So I guess no YouTubers or big streamers, wow. I guess. so. That's interesting. Um, yeah. And they haven't announced it yet. And it's a week out. So. No yeah. Wonder. So. Interesting. But they got plenty of gaming people, like uh, the guys from Overwatch. Yep. Right. Yeah. I, is, uh, so they, 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 they would bring those, I guess, internet celebrities uh, in from all over, anywhere, right? I don't think yeah. we have any locally sourced internet celebrities around here. Um, like really they're, big. they're lurking in the shadows, trust me. Lurking in the shadows. They're there, but yeah, I don't Lisa know. Lisa Peachy? Uh, she oh, okay. She was from Calgary, but she's in the States now. Oh, okay. She's yeah, like a huge, huge on Twitch, I think, and on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know if we have any really huge internet successful. I know we have like YouTubers apparently Canada. here that have like five hundred thousand subscribers, close to a million. I just can't remember the name, but they're like just lurking in the shadows. They're only really, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of the times people don't want they don't want to yeah. go to the cons and do those yeah, kinds they, of things. It's they yeah, want to stay low profile. Yeah, and I, I can understand body. that. Yeah. It's it is a lot of work. Um, having a booth at a con is 
you're constantly on the whole time and you're meeting people who, you know, might be very excited to meet you for the first time. And uh, you just, you always have to be on and it's four days in Calgary. I, I would be dead by the end of it. And it's, an amazing experience, but like, God, man, <laughs> so much work. Sounds like a, yeah, like a real marathon. It is. Yeah. It's, it's amazing and exhausting at the same time. So one of my final questions is Edmonton or Calgary? Edmonton. <laughs> For expo? Yep. And it's smaller. I know. Um, it's nice to have that in your hometown because carding, you know, boxes and boxes of prints and all that kind of stuff to and cosplays to Calgary is a bit annoying. But honestly, I, I think having Edmonton Expo in one building makes it more homely, I guess. It's more familiar. It's more welcoming. Calgary Expo can be difficult because it's all over the place. It's huge. You, I mean, you're constantly walking from building to building. Um, so I like Edmonton more for that, I think. Doesn't Calgary kind of like an outdoor area as well for its uh, Expo Center? Uh, yeah, like the whole middle bit will be full of like cosplayers and stuff and people walking back and forth. There will be crowds and crowds of people. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be good. You'll you'll see like um, there'll be a Star-Lord. I guarantee you'll see him. He's there every year. A Star-Lord oh, yeah. with um, his music blasting and then a group of people kind of dancing in the middle of the outdoor area. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, it's going to be a crazy week, especially with Avengers Endgame coming out too. Oh, yeah, I know. Everyone's going to see it on Friday. So I don't think. go. If you're in Calgary, try to avoid movie theaters because you're not going to get a ticket to see Endgame. Oh, oh yeah. I'm movie, going on Thursday. Movie, the- movie theaters are going to be slammed, yeah. Yeah, I'm going Friday, 1030, so in the morning. Oh, oh nice. So. Yeah, we got the Thursday night tickets, so. I gotta. I still have to figure out who I'm going to go with. You can go by yourself, yeah. too. Like, you know. Oh, I hate doing that. I hate going really? to movies by myself. I hate it. Oh. I don't I've know I've never why. done it, but I know I was, a lot of people. I, apparently, it's a good time. Well, I, I've, yeah. I've done it, I've done it once. I went to see the Assassin's Creed movie by myself. Oh, nice! But I mean, I've I still don't like going to movies by myself. You don't have to share popcorn that way, though. Like that's, that's a win for me. <laughs> that's a win. Well, I don't share popcorn no matter who I'm with, anyway. So, oh, that's good. There, I don't either. Keep I your grubby fingers out of my food. <laughs> Catch your T- own tin of salsa. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking to you, called yeah. out. Ooh. Um, I guess, yeah, one more question is, uh, favorite cosplay so far? I know I asked you which one was the most challenging, so what's been your favorite? Bunny Rogue. Hands down. Uh, <laughs> let me elaborate. So I... I did, <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, like, <laughs> you're like, like, oh, I'm I have no idea what that... I'm trying to think of which that one was. I just posted it on my was. Instagram. It's a bunny version, like a Playboy bunny version, of, um, Rogue from X-Men. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And I made every almost everything on that from scratch, like sewed and... And crafted and whatnot and it doesn't like if you look at it it doesn't look super intensive but i don't know man you try sewing a bodysuit from scratch it's not easy <laughs> so. i'd have to learn how to sew first yeah yeah <laughs> uh jared any anything else i don't know well yeah i guess we're still gonna have to make some plans for this weekend but i mean i think that's that's been very enlightening that's been very useful uh we're gonna Keep that keep that stuff in mind when we uh when we head down. Um yeah. Like like I got like I said I'm going in blind, but now I'm less blind. You'll be uh, you'll be fine. My goal is to find a blue eyes white dragon Yu-Gi-Oh card. I don't know if really? they'll sell yeah, I would love that. I'm a little that's like my guilty pleasure still is kind of Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't Yu-Gi-Oh? really oh, I don't geez. watch or buy cards but just from time to time. It's a nostalgia filler filler filler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fun fact. I'm sure you'll find some stuff. 
I'm sure yeah. you will. Uh, my goal is not to overspend on Game of Thrones merch. Oh, there's going to oh. be so much. I, I hope so. And also, <laughs> it was, be. keep in mind uh, to leave room in your budget for a new mic. Because uh, yeah. we're, while we're in Calgary, <laughs> we're going to see if we can shop uh, shop around for a new mic for you. Okay? Or maybe just a filter. Something. We'll get you. We'll, yeah. we'll find you something in Don't Calgary. Don't shop there. at Calgary. Shop on Amazon. <laughs> Amazon Prime. That's true. Well, we sure we can still shop around. We don't have to. Yeah, we don't have to necessarily buy. I've been, I've we'll traveled through, more through San Jose than I've ever traveled through Calgary. So. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rarely go to Calgary. <laughs> I have family in Calgary, but I never spend any time there. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. All right, so let's. Uh... Let's put a nail in the tire of this podcast and call it a day. <laughs> he says. <laughs> <laughs> he says this because I uh, I have to go oh, take, my, right. <laughs> take my car in because I got a nail in my tire and flat. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad. That's not funny, Jared. What the hell, man? <laughs> it sucks. It's, it really sucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm making an elaborate <laughs> reference. Okay. Uh, so thank you very much for, for taking the time uh, with us today here, uh, Cheryl. Yes, thank AKA you for having me. This has Chazza. been fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, when this goes up, we will be on the road on on our on our way to uh, Calgary Expo. Yes. And uh, I don't know. We'll we'll in the Discord we will uh, regale the community with our yeah. the tales of our adventures. And um, remember, social media posts. You can listen to uh, Spotify now. And a bunch of yeah. other random platforms. We're still waiting for Apple to get approved. But, but yeah, uh, we've hey, we're on Spotify. Podcast. Yeah, we've distributed the, po- the podcast to all sorts of different platforms. So usually your favorite place where you get your podcast, you'll be able to find uh, the ESCC. Uh, yeah, Apple Podcast is still missing, but that's that's still on the way. Uh, keep, an out, keep an eye out for that. But uh, we're going places. Uh, we're going places, Was. Is things <laughs> growing? Right. It's taking off. It's taking off. Okay, so uh, Chaz, I would like to have you on the podcast again at some point. Uh, we can obviously bring you on for a different, uh, different yeah. topic. You know how uh, to find me. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll we'll start seeing you maybe in the, uh, uh, the the Discord a little bit more, and we'll see you probably at the events more often since you're uh, making Twitch more of a focus. Yes, I'll uh, I'll do my best to make it to the mini meetup, but it's the day after, isn't it? The day after Calgary Expo. <laughs> Uh, no, it's the it's like the couple last, days after something like yeah, that. Yeah, a couple days after it's on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, it's the third. I will do my best. Yeah, cool. but I'll beat the summer one for sure. So cool. Yeah, it's I'll look forward, forward to all that. Yeah. All right. So thanks for listening in, and we will see you guys in two uh, two weeks. Thanks, Waz. Thanks, Chaz. For Thank sure. you. Okay. See you guys. See ya.